Hey guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. It's Cara here from The Sleep Method, and today I want to talk to you about judgy parents and content overload. Um, I haven't written anything down for this um, podcast. I just really want to have a chat with you about it, and I really want you to know that we all experience those moments in life where you just want the ground to swallow you up because your kid is having a tantrum or I don't know like I've oh, so many moments for me where I felt really judged by other parents and professionals in their own industries and people who you kind of go to for support and a safe space um, and you end up still feeling like you're the mum that just doesn't have it together and um, that definitely was me and the sleep method really came about because I wanted more parents to have non-judgmental support around them around sleep just around anything like my clients come to me and we talk about sleep but we also talk about the rows they're having we talk about the friendship groups that just feel strained um we talk about the fact that they haven't you know been able to be with their partner for ages and have dinner with them and just little things that in life are actually really difficult when to come overcome when you're on your own and what I really notice is a lot of my clients honestly I'm there going oh my god you sound just like me and it's not really about me but I so wish I had a safe space without judgment when I have my kids and that is really what the sleep method is about and that is the ethos that we run through our school um and I hope that means that the students training with us will be out in that world um, being non-judgmental and being kind and just really great ears for everybody who, who needs it and uh, wants it. Um, I remember my son was the only boy in NCT. He was the only baby boy. The rest of our group were girls and I in our group in particular, he did really feel like the odd one out. He was so active and so sort of physical. And I personally didn't adapt to motherhood very well at all. Like I really, really struggled. Um, I don't really know what I thought it would be, but I remember, you know, you went to, I went to NCT and they tell you about the birth. No one tells you what happens after the birth. And by that, I don't mean like in the minutes and hours after. I mean, in the months after when actually the kind of rosy glow of just giving birth has kind of worn off and you just feel really tired and lonely and like your life has taken a complete turn and no one prepares you for that and maybe they can't prepare you um but no one talks about sleep and you know I feel like everyone knows what I know but I forget they don't I don't you know not everyone knows the importance of sleep on our body both physically and mentally and that, you know, the importance on our children too. But actually, you know, I really think if we can take a, a family-centered approach to sleep, where it takes into consideration you as parents as well as your baby, then we're going to have such a, a better chance of supporting you and making you feel comfortable and confident in your decisions. Because I've had parents literally ring me and just cry on the phone because they have friends telling them they shouldn't be seeing a sleep coach. They have friends telling them they should be doing it like this. Don't do that. I just don't know who these people are, but, you know, it's 
it's not their baby, it's not their family. And every family, take it from me, I've worked with so many, every family is different and they all have a different dynamic. They have a different work, home life situation, siblings, you know, step siblings. It's just, you know, everyone's life is is messy and chaotic and beautiful all, all at the same time. And um, it's really hard when you are tired to listen to someone's opinion and go, okay, thanks very much, and just walk away. I think we take all of it to heart, and especially when it comes to our kids and how we're raising them. So I really, um, I was seeking a perfection that I now know obviously doesn't exist, but especially with sleep, I was striving to be this perfect mum that could really nail sleep and get my baby sleeping. And I I really wanted him to sleep because my husband um he's on shift work um so he's a pilot I know lots of you know that already and so you know I was very conscious that when he wasn't here he just really wasn't here and I needed sleep like I was one I'm not one of these people that can survive without sleep so I spent a long time just um reading books and there weren't really podcasts about sleep either um I'd read books I'd try and find as much information as I could I'd be googling I totally lost my gut instinct because I was absorbing content. I was asking friends what they were, what they would do, what they would, what, what did you do in this situation? How did you get your baby to sleep? Because your baby's doing it. Why is mine not doing it? What have I done wrong? I always came back to what have I done wrong? And I hear it in my clients as well. And, you know, I would, I listen to clients and I'm like, you, you don't even know how you talk to yourself. But then I was that person so hard on myself and always blaming myself for everything. And I remember my husband turning around to me once and he was like, Cara, you are not the uh, reason that like the kids are, you know, sh- shouting today. Like you, you, you can't be blamed for everything. And I was like, that's so true. But I think it's just ingrained. I blame myself for everything. And I see it in so many of my clients and in so many of the the messages that I get on Instagram. And it's because we get judged, you know. Um, I have one lovely client who rang me and we had our, our consultation and the first thing she did was cry. And she said, I've had so much judgment from people for booking this appointment in with you. And I just thought, why? What? So this woman can just have a nice chat with someone and, uh, and, and just feel reassured or have a few little sort of strategies to make their life just a bit easier. I think when we start from a place of sleep deprivation, it's really hard to ignore comments made by other people. I did a poll on Instagram a few months ago and it was all around judgment and I think it was something like the question was do you feel more judged by friends and family or social media and I really thought it would be social media um 64 no 78% of people said they felt more judged by friends and family isn't that funny maybe because they know them and we have more of a sense of wanting to impress our friends and family or just having it all together for them. I think actually on social media, we don't know people as well. It's easier to say things that you might not say normally to people that you do really know very well. But I was really surprised because you'd think our friends and family are going to be the people that really turn up for us. But I think parenting has changed a lot in the last 20, 30 years. And for I know my parents' generation, they really struggle I mean, I remember I told them I was going to be a sleep coach. They were like, what? They're like, people will pay you to do that. And I was like, well, firstly, that's very offensive to me. But 
yes and that's because there's a real need um for it so parenting has changed so much and you know there's a lot of well I didn't have those books in my day and um it can feel really lonely when you are around people who don't have that same parenting style as you it's very few people that will parent in the same way you parent um and I think so I think there's judgment, but I also think the content we absorb these days is absolutely insane. And I was speaking to a client today, actually, before I recorded this, saying I'm doing this podcast and what would you want to hear on it? And uh, she actually said, I'd like to, I'd love to just hear more about the stuff I didn't know about when I was a new mum. And it, you know, around things like judgment. And I said, I'm doing one on judgment and content overload. And she was like, oh my God, content overload. Absolutely. And I think we're all guilty of that. And, you know, we go onto social media, you've got, gosh, my page out of, you know, millions of pages of, of support and opinion. And very few bits are evidence-based, which, you know, I like a bit of evidence. I like to be able to look at a research paper and draw from that. But the research in science and sleep is always changing. And, you know, I think if we're not careful, we kind of get stuck listening to the same stuff. And we believe that's the right way forward. And that's what we need to do. Because so many people within your social media space are talking about it. Um, you know, I know there are lots of sleep coaches out there. And if you're not careful, and you're following sleep coaches that don't align with your parenting style, I think that can really drag you down in a very negative way too. Um, gosh, I might get loads of you like unfollowing me now, but I think you have to follow people that make you feel good and lift you up and people that you relate to. I know I will unfollow someone if they make me feel bad and it's not their fault. That's something within me, right? That's like something within myself. But I think we have to be so careful as mums, especially sleep deprived mums and parents that we we are careful to protect ourselves from the judgment and the way that we can do that is by really filtering what content we read the people we follow on social media and the people in our own personal lives who we talk to about stuff you know I think I've got friends who I talked about lots of different things you know I've got some friends that I can really talk to about work I've got some friends I can talk to about the kids some friends I can talk to about, you know, like relationships. I think you really need to have an awareness of the people who you can go to for different things and protect yourself from excessive content and also excessive judgment. And I think, you know, even my students will say to me, gosh, I'm following this sleep coach and they're really intense. They pull up other sleep coaches' pages and they screenshot stuff and comment. I'm like, what? That's insane. But there are people out there that do things like this. So you have to really be in charge of your own. You've got to put that shield up, haven't you? You know, you've got to be in charge of that. No one else can really do that for you. So you've got to be really aware of your own triggers. For me, if I'm sleep deprived or I'm hormonal, I know I have to take a t I have to take a step back from social media because I know. I might look on there and something might make me cross or it will just trigger an emotion that, you know, I don't need to add to my day. Um, and, you know, you have to surround yourself by people who are going to support you and be a, a listening ear. And for some, that is a professional, that is a sleep coach, someone who can hold space and be objective. I think that's a really key reason I get a lot of clients because, you know, they come to you and, and I can be objective. I, I'm not I'm not within the realms of the chaos in your house. Um, and I can also draw on experience. Um, others, it might just be seeing a friend or getting out, doing some exercise, um, just 
being really mindful of what triggers you when in the month you feel triggered you know if you're really in the throes of sleep deprivation it might just feel like every day is really hard and you feel very vulnerable to other people's opinions their judgment um, lots of content I think it was Brene Brown um, who says you know if she is out polling so she's there going what do you think what do you think what do you think she knows she's in trouble and I totally agree with that when I start doing that asking too many opinions maybe of the wrong people then I know I am heading towards either like a bit of an emotional like breakdown where I need to have a little cry and pick myself up or I've just been surrounding myself with the wrong information and the wrong people and um I really hope that you can get mindful of these triggers in your life and just cut them out. You know, don't talk to the friends that don't get what you're about. You know, you are going to have friends with different parenting styles. And this really becomes apparent when you both have kids and you start raising them and you look at your, you know, what might be your best friend and you're like, we raise our kids totally differently. Um, and that can bring up feelings of sadness and worry because you, you know, you come at things from different angles. So you kind of, You've got to keep these things in mind as you go through your day. And I want you to have a think now, listening to this, what in my day, whether it be on social media, whether it be with my friends or even like a mum or a dad, what is it that they say that triggers me? And maybe, you know, do I just not talk to them about this stuff? Maybe this is just talking about sleep and talking about how I'm raising the kids. It's just not an option with this person because that will really protect you and your energy. And you can then save that what little energy you do have, if you don't have very much for the people that really do care and the people that do want to support you, and the people that get it. Um, So I hope this has been helpful. And I hope that if anything, you go away and you maybe just take that first step in unfollowing the person that makes you feel a bit pants about yourself. Or you just mentally say to yourself, I'm going to protect my my space and I'm going to give myself a little bit of, a, of a, um, a break because I think we're all really quick to be hard on ourselves. I definitely am. And, you know, I'm super aware of my faults and my trigger points and even, you know, and I'm still hard on myself all the time. So um, I hope this has helped you anyway. Let me know if it has. And if you have any messages or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Um, The best way to contact me is probably on Instagram at the Sleep Method UK. And I'm going to catch you in the next episode. Take care.